Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Welcome to the Elio Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with co-host Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And fresh from the live tweets, we're joined by producer Seth. You can find him and block him on Twitter at Seta5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brandon? Fresh off All Hallows' Eve, one of my favorite <laughs> holidays. Enjoy dressing up, enjoy parties, enjoy candy. And I appreciate... Tom Allen dressing up as Kevin Wilson. Oh. Ouch. Ouch. Except he didn't throw any individual players or coaches under the bus in his press conference. I meant more the defensive performance. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But. Yeah. Um, that defensive performance is our Indiana Hoosiers that now fall to two and six, throw up 35 points. And they lose on the road to Maryland to score 38. Again, we went through an entire era of putting up 30 to 40 points yeah. and losing. This is, so, I mean, this is, this prime is familiar time. territory. Yeah. This is, we know this. Like, this is, uh, this reminded me, although we were winning that game, I don't know what it reminded me of. I mean, it just reminded me of like typical, like, IU Maryland games. Yes, those games are wild, man. I mean, whether it's Xander Diamond or Peyton Ramsey or, or in this case, Donovan McCulley. I mean, the games are just. We'll different. talk about DMAC in a little bit. Oh, Ooh. okay. So let's get into the, a little bit of the presser stuff. Um, that's what I wrote down was stuff. Just blah, blah, blah. Same stuff that's been for the last five weeks. Um, it's just the same, the same broken record, except well, I'm going to make not changes, really. accountability. Look, it was a different you... record. Was it a different record or did he just play the same record backwards? Because instead of it, it being about record. how bad the offense was and the offensive coaches were, it was about how bad the defense was. So I'll get into that. Yes. Um, there was one pretty cool thing, but he didn't really elaborate too much on it. Uh, Donovan McCauley set the most passing yards by a true freshman in this game. Um, it has to be IU. It's got to be an IU record yes. against a Big Ten opponent. I don't know. He didn't elaborate on what it was. So I'm going to say he's the best true freshman quarterback in the country. So there you go. Um, <laughs> hot take season. It's so, soup and hot take season. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about what went right. There was a lot that went right. Um, and then we'll talk about what went wrong. And there was a lot that went wrong. So uh, what do you have first? Speaking of soup season, chunky plays. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean, explosive nice. chunk, chunk plays. Um, it was exciting to see multiple plays of over 20 yards. 
Um, something that I didn't know was possible. We had a 40 yarder, a 20 yeah. yarder, a 60 yarder, yeah. um, things that I haven't seen from IU all season. Uh, so that was, that was one thing that I thought went right. Um, it's, it's, Hey, you know, when plays are executed, when good plays are called, good things can happen. It was fun cheering for big catches and big runs. I mean, it was, it was nice. Are you unpacking a Nalgene right now? Yes. I'm talking about Seth. He's getting ready for vacation and he bought himself a new water bottle. So he's going down to hang out with the blue hairs in Florida, I think. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is nice. It is amazing what happens when you actually throw the ball down the football or down the field and take some shots and I'll protect the quarterback. He's ball, right? Dude, dude, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I wrote down offense with a bunch of exclamation points after it, after it, because it's nice to finally see that not against Idaho or Western Kentucky. So most points in big 10, by this season by far, right. I think the second most was 13, right. Michigan state, Iowa. You don't have to do it like that. I don't, I'm just trying to make sure. I think that's right. So play calling was fairly creative. Um, sometimes for the worse, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Offensive line changes were huge, in my opinion. And uh, we can run the football. Amazing. And we can do all of these things while not turning the ball over. Yeah. All security. Yeah. I mean, how many times did we have a pick six or a fumble or this or that? Yeah. Holy cow, was this offense effective. Efficient, yeah, efficient and protective. What were the penalties? Did we have any penalties? Go to team stats. We did have quick. sixty-five yards in penalties, but a lot of them were pass were interference. A lot of them were pass. There were definitely two pass interference calls against Noah Pierre. One extremely questionable, and then I don't. I want to say a lot of them weren't on the offense. I wasn't going to bring this up. I wasn't going to bring it up. You brought it up. Worst okay. officiating we've seen all year. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's funny is watching. So watching the Colts game. The next day, the officiating was insanely bad as well, but there were a thousand penalties. Like this game, there were 12 total penalties, seven for IU, five for Maryland, but there should have been a thousand penalties in this game. So I just think they were allergic to calling holding was that that was for sure. And then if you touch anybody while the ball's in the air, that's interference. Unless you're IU, you can get tackled in the end zone. That's true. Um, anything else that went right? I have one thing on defense and it's not a lot to pick from, but we did stop the run pretty well. 46 carries, including quarterback runs and sacks, which there weren't many, uh, for 79 yards. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, um, they did give up three rushing touchdowns. I mean, if you're going to be a box score, Billy, if that's what you want to look at, you I go, thought it was oh, well, they give up three body. touchdowns. Whatever, it doesn't matter. 1.7 yards per carry. That's good enough to win any game. So, um, okay. Anything else that went right for you or no? No. So, uh, what went wrong for you? Pretty much one side of the field, I think. I don't know what was worse, but it all, for me, stemmed on third down. The third down play calling was just mind-boggling mm-hmm. four of 16 and i felt like we ran the same play 16 times four of six that's insane Drop. we were two of two on fourth down that was pretty cool 
And then also flip it on the other side, their conversion rate was insane. Nearly 50%. And, and, and the thing that bothered me so much, it's like we just went into a cover two zone. Yeah. We're a man-to-man team. Why? Because we try to create pressure. And if you create pressure, you only have to be on an island for so long. And I just don't know if maybe Charlton Warren didn't like the pressure we were generating, so he just tried to set back. But it did not work. Um, and yet, again, similar to the offside, of the, we never changed our third down philosophy. How many times did I sit in your living room and yell, they're not blitzing, no pressure, yeah. sent four again. Mm-hmm. And like we thought for some reason doing the same thing was going to get different results on both sides of the field. And it was maddening, just yeah. maddening both sides of the field's third down play calling. So coming into the game, well, this has got an updated number. Our updated number now is 46th in the country in, in third down efficiency on defense at 37, just under 37%. And we gave up 40, I'm just taking a stab at it, like 48%, I want to say. Um, not good. So the lack of pressure, missed tackles. How, how, what did this game remind you of? Did that remind you of the, the Outback Bowl? It was the old, it was old Miss. Yeah. I mean, without, how many times did we just offense, come totally on the defensive clean? End, yeah. Totally clean on uh, Tua's brother and just Paulia. couldn't bring him down. Paulia. So, well, yeah, lack of, pre- lack of pressure, blown coverages slash zone, which... I don't know, man. I'm just Safety tired of making play excuses. Was identical to Ole Miss. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't have Josh Sanguinetti, which Brian a Fitzgerald bit. decided to turn back into a pumpkin. If we're yeah. going to continue with the Halloween references, yeah. he's, he he put together a, a good season. He 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 did some positive things this season. In the Husky, he position. got burnt toast in the at Husky least position. a handful of times. Yeah. He's great in the Husky position, but when he has to go back to safety, he's not. It's just not there. So heck of a runner on that. Oh, big yeah. Punt. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was like the second leading rusher on the team. Cause should have kept him on the offensive side. <laughs> that would have been nice, but it wouldn't have been a walk on, which praise the walk ons. Give him that much. Yeah. One attempt for 25 yards. It looks solid too. Also, um, I'm blaming this on Seth because he said Indiana was back. Indiana not back. Jay will dropped an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, the takeaways, I mean, it just, just aren't there. Again, if you get a, if you get one or two takeaways, we win this game. You do anything. You make a field goal. We tie it, take it to overtime. I don't do Chucky like that. Don't do Chucky it. like he that. An easy Chucky field goal. Oh, it stinks. But he did make a, a banger, though. So, uh, yeah, we talked about the quarterback draws, all that stuff. Uh, we don't need to keep doing that. I thought the play calling was okay. It was not, not great in the first half. It got a lot better in the second half. It was the situational play calling. Yeah. That was the biggest thing, specifically third downs, which you talked about. Yeah, that was weird. What, third about, and six. what about all other wide receivers not named Ty Fry? And that could be said all season. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty much been it. Miles Marshall's been, I don't I don't know where he's, he's good been. for a play a game. And guess what? You need more than that. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. You know, outside of Hendershot and Fry Fogel, that's that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what, what the deal was. Yeah, third and six, um, quarterback draw every time with a true freshman quarterback on the road. Sounds like a good idea, <laughs> especially when he's swinging the football. Like, let him throw. Ridiculous. But, all right, uh, let's talk about him, I think. Let's talk about stock up, stock down. We'll start with uh, – let's stick to, to tradition. We'll, st- we'll go stock down. Um, 
I don't have anybody for offense. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm going to build off what I just said was the wide receiver room. Yeah. Um, what did we say when Matthews went down? What did we say when um, Buckley, uh, you know, whatever whatever his situation is, that we needed a wide receiver to step yeah. up? He's done, um, by the way. He's got to be done. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so just the wide receiver room, just the entire stock down. You know, you hate to live on transfers, but it's hard to see anyone in that wide receiver room making an impact next year. We lose Ty Fry. The wide receiver room going into this year, we thought was an immense strength. Yeah. I have no idea who lines up on the outsides next year. Javon Swinton. No Javon Swinton was in what has he a done? lot. He what hasn't has he done, done anything. Nothing. Drops. He dropped the ball a lot. He has. Yeah. I mean, you've got the freshman. Maybe they're trying to save the freshman. Um, we did see Malachi Holt Bennett, I think, once. And maybe he had a target. Um, yeah, so he the went freshman up to go knows? get a ball. It was, it was a ball that was really high. He yeah. Almost got killed. Yeah. So but the athleticism I, was there. Speaking of freshmen, Tom Allen did hint a little bit at some of the freshmen getting some playing time at safety. Um, probably specifically, what's his, is uh, Greer? Is it Jordan? Jordan Greer. Jordan yeah, you Greer. know how big of a guy I'm a fan I am of that guy. Yeah, he, um, and I'm assuming our boy Freeman, too, hopefully can get on the field. So I don't know if you burn a red shirt on him this late in the season, but. I would not at two and six. No. Um, bold chances are still alive, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, stock down for me on defense. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's kind of hard to pick on defensive line or anything like that. Now, did they get a bunch of pressure? No, but they got enough. We just broke too many tire, had too many bad tackles. So I'm going to give it to the coverage unit, which you kind of touched on. I mean, dude, 400 yards. Come on. I, mean, I, I have one. Much. And I'm, I could have been, you know, on his. I've I've propped him up so much that I finally got to call it out. Big play Jay hasn't made a big play all year. No. He had one go off his chest. Mm -hmm. And he repeatedly, now again, zone's hard. Is it the safety? Is it the husky? Is it the corner? Zone's a little bit hard to see whose actual fault it was, but he seemed to be have a lot of guys running past him. Yeah, but that no, was, it was weird. his fault every time because you don't know. It's hard to place blame. You don't know who has coverage where. He was behind a lot of plays. It was weird. And we talked about the why even try to play Tywin Mullen. If he's not yeah. 100%, he just, he looked so bad. And you know, that's an injury. That's not him. He just, I mean, I, I, I give him 100% props because I guarantee you he was screaming to get out there on that football field. He's missed, what, every game since Western Kentucky, I think. And, I mean, <laughs> He just he was a shell of himself. And it's not his fault. Again, he's he's a player. He's got he wants to be out there on the field. I know I would have done the same thing. But at some point that the coach has got to understand, like, eh, this ain't gonna work. So um, anything else on stock down? You already did yours, Jay Will. So let's be positive. There's a lot to be positive about, even on the defense. Um, we'll start with the defense and we'll finish with the big boys. So who do you have on defense stock up? Man, um, it can go higher, but Weston Kramer is solidly putting together a really nice, really nice highlight reel. Yeah. That guy seems to be in every play and when there are plays in the backfield. And it's no, I think almost the bigger part is you can tell when he's not on the field, when there's a gap, when there's a gash, it's when he isn't there. Uh, so Weston Kramer is my stock up. And if you're looking at penny stocks, 
It's not up much, but CO had his best day. Oh, also. he did it. Oh, he did it. He was pro CO. I thought positive Brandon was dead, but he loves, loves him some CO in the penny stocks. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, man, monsters, his stocks high enough. Let's give my same about Weston, but, but yeah, monster had a good day. He did. He laid some hits. Led the team in tackles, one tackle for loss. Well, let's talk about let's talk about Jaron Jaron Handy. He had a good game. He played a lot. Got held um, all day. Yeah, he did. He was getting some major pressure there. Uh, seven tackles, one ta- tackle for loss. Set the edge pretty well. Again, Talia can run. He can run the oh, ball. Yeah. He did you gotta, you gotta say it like a like a Pittsburgher. So, you gotta, you gotta, gotta make the A and H. Talia. Talia. Talia Tonga below. Whatever. To his brother can run. He had a long run of eight yards. He had zero yards rushing because of TFLs and, and sacks. Uh, was Handy sacking him? No, but he was he was setting the edge. He was getting pressure when pressure needed to be there. He was good. Um, and then, of course, we're going to do our McFadden's. I'm going to call it the McFadden stats splooge. <laughs> it's face palming Seth. Uh, eight tackles, one sack, two TFLs. We thought for sure he had double-digit tackles. I think they need to go back and rewatch the game because he definitely did. So, please submit uh, suggestions for a for a rename a on that name. one, please. Yeah, yeah. soliciting yeah. Twitter. <laughs> you need to have a uh, a poll on that one. Yeah, there you go. Um, get on it, Seth. Okay. Um, yeah. So there you go. So on offense, stat uh, stock up. Pretty easy one. If you want to take it, you can take it. It's fine. Yeah, if you're going to give me the floor, I mean, we we found our quarterback for 2022 and 2023. I mean, lock it in. I yeah. mean, I, I was I was ready to give the floor to Penix maybe one more year or a bridge year with Tuttle or or, or see what Dexter Dexter Williams has. No, Mm-mm. no, no. We're 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 about to see Donovan McGully play 30 games under center for yeah. for IU, and it's going to be see the transfer portal get a little full there. Um. So I'm very, very excited about um, about him. I mean, holy cow, he looks jacked. Like he 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 does not look like a true freshman. His his spin on his ball. I mean, we knew Penix never threw a pretty ball. Um, he was just you know he had a rifle. I mean, but if you compare you know a Penix ball to a McCauley ball, it's not close. How hard does it look? Go back and watch Penix throw the ball. Everybody talks about how he flicks it. Go back and watch and, and sit, like watch him throw a deep ball about how much he has to like load up and then like it almost looks like he's straining the, to throw the football. Watch Donovan McCauley in the very first play of the game. You want to talk about somebody that's smooth, real smooth action all the way back, good set, boom, out of his hand, gone. We didn't complete the we didn't complete the pass, but it was a great deep ball to start the game. So I don't know how many times Seth said. There are such things as good incompletions. Yeah. He had at least a half a dozen throws that weren't that were incompletions, but only the IU receiver could get it. So, yeah. and that's coming from a freshman. I mean, how we how many pick sixes did we have between Tuttle and Penix? Yeah. We got we a had McCauley making upperclassmen throws where only his player can get it. I don't think I've saw that out of Tuttle or Penix all season, Michael, all yeah. season. Yeah. 14 to 25, 242 yards, two touchdowns, super electric arm. 
Like we, I, I kept saying that every time he got rid of the ball, I'm like, dude, look at that. And he also lays the boom. He probably needs to cut that out. Yeah. But he looks for contact. He's bigger like, than everybody else on the field. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, the only other person that would be bigger than him is going to be McCullough's kid coming in. <laughs> and they're on the same team. So just stay away from each other in practice. We'll be okay. And yeah, you said it. I mean, I put, I wrote down starter from now on, or I cancel season tickets. I'm not going to do that, but I'm just saying. All right. Uh, my stock up is Steven Carr. Pretty obvious. Um, stock hasn't been up for a long time, but is he, is he back? Is he back? Do we have no, an offensive so, line? This now? is my thing, Michael. And I, I had him too. If I think, so we said we had the same stock up. Look what happens when teams actually have to play the pass. Yeah. Like when there isn't seven or eight guys in the box, like I know, I know you're going to touch on, um, you're, you're going to touch on, on another one here, but holy cow. I mean, it's because there were only maybe five, six guys at the line as opposed to seven or eight. It's, it's wonders when Carr only has to make one guy miss or no guys miss instead of three. I mean, <laughs> And we Shocker. talked about uh, he had that 66 yarder that I thought he was going to get caught. So the breakaway speed's not 100% convincing, but no, he outran those dudes all the way to the end zone. So good to see that. Good for him. Really good for him. Best game so far of the season by far. Uh, most rushing yards, I think, in one single game for him ever in his career, I, th- I believe. So pretty cool. Uh, I don't have those. I'll get the stats real quick. He had. 21 carries, 136 yards, two touchdowns with an average of six and a half per carry. So even if you take, well, I guess if you take the 66 yarder away, it's, it is what it is, but three and a half yards still carry, hit it. but I mean, I did the math. He still hit it. So Seth, you got to stock up. You said, yeah. Uh, the reason McCauley and Carr were able to put up big games is because the offensive line was much improved. Big they made some changes. Yep. There were a couple of times where there's some either misassignments or just, you know, bad schemes. Couldn't tell. But for the the consistency was there on the whole. Yeah. Go back and watch that run by Stephen Carr. Uh, Matt Bedford playing. Was he playing left guard? I think he was playing left guard instead of right guard. So playing left guard. He 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 the, the hole was huge because of him. The seal block by him. I think he went to the inside on the right. And uh, the left tackle, who's is it Dylan? No, Dylan Powell's in the. I don't forget who it is. I'm missing his name right now. Um, the left tackle sealed his guy. Bedford comes in on the right. Boom, done. Yeah, and Zach Carpenter. Brandon says Zach Carpenter looked good too. It's nice to have him back, fully healthy as well. So good to go. Anybody else stock up? We're good. So I don't know. I can't believe we're we, we're not going to talk about Peyton Endershot at all and what well, went his right. Stock can't get much higher right now. So I'm not taking stock, and we even miss it on. Uh, but first oh, back-to-back hundred yard games by a tight end. I think I saw. What's that? Um, most most hundred yard games by a tight end in IU history. Oh, so. first round, first round draft pick. Is that what you said? Second round draft pick. Second day, day two. Third so round draft let's pick? so okay, you, you know. There wouldn't be me bringing this up. Um, the Steelers drafted Pat Fryermuth in the oh, second round catch. from tight end. How does Hendershot compare to Fryermuth? He's got to be spot similar. On. Yeah, similar. Yeah, just without the stupid nickname. So that's good. 
So um, yeah, and he went he went late second. So I think I think second third for Hendershot's realistic. It's it's like what it's like what Zach Keeper said. It's all it, it I mean, a lot of it's got to do with with performance on the field during the season, but a lot of it also has to do with how he performs in the combine. So I think he's done a lot. This is gonna sound a little creepy. I don't think so, but now it is because I said that. But he's done a lot with his body. His body looks a lot better. He's been a lot better off the field based off a lot of stuff that that coach says in the press conferences and everything else. So he's got over a lot of off the field issues as well. So good for him. And I think he's really going to turn his career around. So um, let's see, let's get into a promo and then we'll get to um, revisiting our predictions real quick. And then we'll get to everybody's favorite part, which is Brando's Randos. Uh, real quick, super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. Everybody knows that by now. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As, as a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10, LEO10. At checkout, hit MTC owner and IU alum Garrett where it really hurts his wallet. Now, let's revisit our predictions. We were all off. I'm going to take myself as the winner here because I picked the most points. Seth said we would win 15 to 13. Brandon said we would win 12 to 10. I said we would win 24 to 17. So I win. So we have the most points, but we, we all lost. So uh, let's uh, real quick. Producer Seth Sack is dry tonight, I believe. So no preparation for vacation. Seth. Yeah. He's got to unload all of that. And, uh, okay. Let's get some randos. we got four. Is that what I heard today? Four, four. Randos. Right. Everybody so this up. one, Seth, I am going to need your participation on most, if not all of these, um, Go down your nerf football for a second. And what is the most replicable thing, good or bad from this past Saturday's game? Is it McCulley's performance? Is it the offensive line play? Is it the secondary? What What do you think is something that we will see most likely, good or bad, rest of the season? Uh, McCulley, I think because of the remaining schedule, um, your boy Bella Thorne didn't have a great game against Michigan, but he was good enough to win the game. So I'm not super afraid of their defense here we go <laughs> now that jinx has been put on so shout i do out. think i do shout think out. that that dmac is is the true that's his nickname by the way guys we're uh trademarking it right now um is uh original i've never heard it before never heard it before is uh is the most consistent i think the rest of the year for sure okay seth i'll take a flyer on the offensive line i'll stick with it today if it's a personnel issue that they've got straightened out, if it's a scheme issue they've got straightened out, you can take that with you into other stadiums consistently. That'll be a, that'll be a different difference maker. So hopefully that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be good. It only took them eight games to figure it out, but glad we figured it out. I, I think it's, I think it's explosive plays. Okay. Whether, whether that's car, okay. um, whether that's McCulley making the plays that I, I think the explosive plays uh, are, are here to stay. That's, that's what yeah. I like the most out of that. Um, all right. So let's talk future forward here. Um, well, we do have something to play for a lot to play for. Let's look forward a little bit. 
What quarterback not named Donovan McCulley or CJ Stroud would you take over Talia next season? Oh, man. Michigan yeah. can't figure out what quarterback they want to use, right? Nope. Michigan's got two quarterbacks. Which means they have. You got Thorne. Zero. You got Mertz. Um, is Adrian Martinez coming back for a ninth year? We don't I know. think I okay. might take Talia over Martinez. Um, um, that's a good question. That's a good. So Spen- I'd take Spencer Rattler wherever he's going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm officially killing that because Donovan McCulley's the oh my guy. Okay. All right. So Spencer Rattler's not coming. So does that mean that who's that running back we were talking about on Saturday? Oh, the Burger. Burger is coming. Okay. We'll yeah. take that. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess you got me stumped on that. I'm still not going to say he's a good quarterback. I'm not going to do it. So, I mean, I could have picked right. those wide open receivers on those quarter rounds. Those are ridiculous. So, um, time to go a little negative. The first two were fun. Of course. IU is currently last in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Who will they finish ahead of? We have a favorable. I don't think we finish last, but I want to know who we finish ahead of. I finish ahead of 12. Oh, out of all of them. We'll finish ahead of Northwestern. And? I have that as well. Illinois or Rutgers? I have it as Rutgers. Okay. I don't know anybody else's. I don't know anybody else. I haven't even looked at the Big Ten thing. I just know we haven't won one yet. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's That that stings a little bit. Yep. You want to get the final statements? Yeah, let's get the final statements now. Um, Go ahead. You've got a longer one than me, so... Let me get real quick. I'm kind of not joking because it's like technically still alive. It's like the, so you're saying we have a chance. The bowl game is a bowl game. What's is all still this in one reach. in a million talk. Yes, yes. So you're saying we still have a chance. There goes, there goes the gif. So we do have to win at the big house. And then if we somehow pull that off and I, I keep saying it to you guys, it happens Every week in college football, some stupid upset happens somewhere along the way. And their well, season's yeah, essentially over, now, that, right? Yeah. Because they're going to lose Ohio State. I mean, yeah. they got to have, I mean, they haven't really had that bad loss yet. So they still have to play Penn State, I think. I'm not saying Penn State's that good, but they still have to play Penn State. So yeah, they're done. So either way, we still have a chance. Okay. There are signs in a lot of these younger players that we have on the field. Our offensive line looks really good. DMAC is the truth, but we have to have patience because I'm a, I have a feeling there will be some ups. There will be a decent amount of downs. Maybe all of the downs came out against Ohio State. I don't know. The coaching staff should, should go through a little bit of turnover at the end of the season. So there's a lot to look forward to. I'm not bagging up not bagging up the season because I still got two more home games to go to. So I'm not putting it away yet. Okay. We can still play spoiler for a Michael. lot of people. We're a long way from the 13th, but it looks cold. Yeah, it does look cold. I mean, 37 got, and rainy. I mean, softball on Thursday looks cold. 46. So yeah, so we can play. We can definitely play spoiler. 
we definitely play spoiler against Purdue unless they pull off another win somewhere along the way. Who knows? Um, so it's not time to bag it up yet. Not time to bag it up yet. So let's see what happens Saturday. I'm still, I'm still going to be positive, positive brag until the end. So what do you got? So, yeah, mine's kind of similar. Um, what about this current team does not give you faith about next year? Outside of Saturday, you know our defense is going to train. Like, our defense was there the entire year. Our defense has been there for the past three years. So you have confidence next year about our, our, our defense, right? Yeah. You got to have confidence about Donovan McCauley. We, we got our multi-year quarterback. And then look at our recruiting. So, like, our de- we got a defense, we got recruiting, we got our quarterback. Like, those are the building blocks for success. So, that's kind of my thing of, like, see the forest through the trees. Right now, you might seem kind of lost. It's dark. But there's light. And there's a lot to, lot to see there. So, and I think all of those things whether that is, um, you know, defense or, or the quarterback, there's still a lot to watch this year. And, and of course, we'll be with you guys every week to, to, to talk about it. That's right. That's right. So, Seth, anything else to add before you take off for vacation? He's saying no, he's leaving right now. So, so jealous, out. man. It's getting cold. Yep. Turn on the heat today. Yep. Yep. No bueno. So... All right. Well, be sure to check out the pod on facebook.com backslash podcast. I don't know if it's going to be Facebook. What is it now? Meta or something? I don't know what it is. Um, and check us out on Twitter. That's the only thing that matters. I'll just take the Facebook thing out of my, my tagline here at the end. Nobody cares. Uh, on Twitter at podcast. We'll talk to you guys in a couple of days and we preview the game against the Wolverines. We'll be back then until then. I love you guys. Elio. Elio. I'm waiting. Still waiting. Elio. You said it. Finally. Jesus. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.